Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. A lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Well, hello, hello, everybody. I have posed a question here in our episode. What are you known for? Now, I hope this title has already got you thinking a little bit, or at least it intrigued you to start the process of thinking about this. Now, some of you might know, and some of you, this may be kind of a loaded question. What are you known for? Now, if this is a loaded question, it might be actually a little bit tough to answer on your own. Even while putting together this specific episode uh, and, you know, and even this podcast, to be honest, this podcast and several of these episodes, I had to rally the troops and ask what people had learned from me in the past. I was flooded with the most kind messages. And to be honest, it was very, very clear that it was business and marketing that needed to be my all-time focus. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, duh, Tina, I could have told you that. Uh, But I I stumbled a little bit in this area. If I was to go, you know, back in my story, you know, I started my marketing design company in 2009. I had it for just a tinge over a decade. And when I let that company go, when I, when I uh, stepped out of it completely, I kind of sat here in this kind of conundrum, to be honest, of, well, if I'm not that, it was really a lot of my identity, then who am I? And I've spent the last couple years, two plus years, kind of in this little bit of a waffle from, yes, this is my um, thing. This is what I was known for, but there's probably a shift you know, that is going to need to happen or is happening. Of course, you know, doTERRA is the brand that I am a part of, the company that I'm a part of, and I love natural things and I love essential oils and they are a part of our everyday life. It's not exactly the first thing that I would talk about or would get me really excited, you know, for me to like stay up all night. Like I just got back from a retreat where we were working on creating onboarding processes and uh, for customers and leaders, wellness advocates within doTERRA. And I had a roomie and her and I just like literally stayed up one night, just chatting about all the things and the things that light us up is, you know, our businesses. Now, of course, we'd love to help and shift and change um, people's lives and their thoughts on, you know, toxic products and what are we putting in, in our bodies and on our bodies and all of that. Um, but if I was to have a podcast, right, when I was thinking about putting together this podcast, I, I couldn't even imagine having a podcast that was solely focused on health, but I could imagine one that was solely focused on business and marketing. So as these kind of responses were flooding in from people, when I asked them like, Hey, what have you learned from me? Or what do you think of when you think of me? 
it was super clear, super, super clear. And in a, in a big way, a lot of times this is the knowledge that we take for granted. We think, wow, this is easy stuff. I, I actually can't believe anyone learned from it because it comes so easy to me. Even when thinking of putting together, you know, an opt-in uh, for a newsletter or my website um, or for this podcast, they seem so easy as I'm writing them out. And when I show them to people that I know um, may want them, they're like, oh, this is so good, Tina. How did you, you know, kind of fill in the blank, right? Like, how did you do this? Or like, I can't believe you know this. And to me, it's like, what? I thought everybody knew this. So chances are you could think of what you're known for is based on this sort of thing. What is something that comes so stinking easy to you that you don't even have to, you don't even hardly have to think about it. And you may even think, ah, everybody else knows this stuff. Or sometimes we get it hung up on, you know, I don't know as much as that person. Therefore I shouldn't be the one teaching on it. Have any of you guys done that? Man, I've done that so many times. I can always pinpoint someone that knows more than me on a topic. And then that will stunt my growth. Even sometimes as I recorded these podcasts, I'd be like, wow, you know, this business culture, that person knows more about this topic than me. I should just tell people to go listen to that episode. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure you can relate. I wish I was speaking to an audience right now. Sometimes I think my, while I'm recording, I should have people, I should have a live audience so I can see a show of hands. Uh, but I have an example. So a little bit of a story uh, for you. So many of you know my husband, Preston, and know that he um, has a personal training gym and he trains out of our house and he has just a crazy wealth of knowledge, like kind of an insane amount of knowledge on, you know, health ingredients, biohacking your body, you know, his whole ideas, um, kind of his concept and, and things in his gym our strength training and his, his goal is to help people live longer, healthier, like healthier, longer, not just like extend the years of your life, but extend the years. And then also, you know, live healthy during those extra years. So the thing is, is when people ask him a question about anything health related, he, he sometimes pauses. And when, when he gets these questions, I always want to be with, because I can give people a little indication, like, Hey, it's not that he doesn't want to answer your question. It's not that he doesn't know the answer. He's like kind of processing in his own mind. Are they going to be able to accept this information? Meaning if I give them this, what will they actually, you know, move forward with? And a lot of that has to be that, you know, some people are, um, you know, asking questions that are just brand new on their journey of learning about natural health. And, you know, of course, some people aren't, some people are, you know, ahead of us. And so um, I know why he pauses. And again, some people may think he's like bothered or he doesn't know the answer. And he's actually just really honestly processing the information. Should he like, and what should he give? right? And is the person going to take action on it? So, um, you know, a lot of times guys will kind of talk to him about how buff he is, which just sounds so corny to say, but they'll, you know, see how fit he is and they start asking questions about how he does it. Well, 
I mean, his discipline and the things that he does are pretty extreme. And so people have to be, you know, ready for that. Now it didn't just happen, right. It just didn't happen overnight. Um, it took some time and right. So, okay. So one of the things with this story is his knowledge. It's like, there's so much there, right? He's absolutely known for being a healthy dude. And he is also known for helping other people be incredibly healthy. This is what he is known for. He's not known for marketing or design or business like myself, He's really, really, really known for more of this holistic training um, and health. Now, some people have this, you know, really, really dialed in, like they already know, right? It's pretty apparent to to Preston um, and even myself now, of course, um, dialed in on, they know off the top of their head what it is they do, who they do it for, and why. It becomes even more apparent when you keep tightening that dial in more and more and more. And honestly, it gets even more exciting. So for Preston, when he left his corporate job, he um, trained any and really anyone that walked through that door and approached him. Um, When you work in corporate, you can't really like totally dial in on who you want to work with. They'd be like, what the heck? You can't turn people down. When you're on your own business, you can work with whoever you want. And he made the conscious decision to work with guys specifically, and even more specifically, guys that once kind of had their glory days, right? They were an athlete in high school or college or beyond. And now not so much. Maybe they got the dad bod rocking, or they're just feeling a little bit off, or they're starting to gain weight that they, you know, weren't expecting life to bring to them. And he, this is absolutely his favorite client. Like if that client comes knocking on the door, they're going to walk in and they're going to love training with Preston and they're going to see results. He has that so incredibly dialed in and he has so many reasons uh, for that um, working with that client. Um, And his why is so much about helping guys feel better about themselves and for them to live a longer life, healthier, hang out with their kids more, be able to be still athletic and just feel good, feel really, really good. So here's a tip for you. If you are struggling with this still, if, if like my kind of story and story with Preston don't they, they do not bring in anything, you know, forefront to you. You're like, I'm just not there. I haven't dialed that in. I want you to listen when people compliment you. People usually can identify what you're known for even a little bit sooner than yourself. I think this is a sort of a Midwest thing, but I hear people often push away compliments and, and maybe that's all over the place. I'm sure it's a little bit all over the place, but we definitely are like, a, um, oh, nice shirt. And we're like, oh, I got it at clearance, on clearance at Target, like Midwest for sure. <laughs> uh, but when people compliment you, soak them up, like soak that up, say thank you. And what I like to do um, is have a little note section in my phone. So if someone says something to me that you know, I'm able to actually soak up and, and listen to, I will quickly little write it down in my little love notes is what I call them on my phone. And I also have an inbox in my email that I also will pull emails over to that have this same kind of feeling, the same kind of like compliment, right? 
And I will reference them on days that I'm just not feeling it. If you've been in business, like even for any amount of time, you know that there are days that you're just not feeling it and you still got to work, right? You still got to get stuff done. Those are the days that I go back and I'm like, oh yeah, this, right? Yes, this is, you know, what people look at me for, what I'm known for, what they think of me. And as much as I, you know, really wish people's other people's opinions um, didn't affect me so much, we know they do, right? Um, and the positive ones, those are the ones I want to, those are the ones I want to soak up. Those are the ones I want to remember and have as reminders of, of who I am and what I am doing in this world. So a little love note that I actually hung right up in front of me in my office was a compliment from one of my business partners. Uh, she had just kind of was kind of giggling, laughing when she was telling me about this, just because of how comical kind of it was to her. She was actually at the dentist in a neighboring town. So about 20 minutes away from me, but over an hour away from her that she was driving to this holistic dentist. And she actually ran into someone that worked there that knew me. And she laughed to this person and said, of course, you know, Tina. And then when she was telling me the story, she said, Tina, you just have that sort of presence that people remember. And, you know, of course I thought, okay, well, what is that presence? Right. You know, so I dug in a little bit deeper, um, but being, having a presence that's remembered, feels really freaking good, like really, really good. And so just like knowing that that's how I show up now, you know, that it goes a little bit deeper, like then what is that presence known for, right? Like who am I, um, goes a little bit deeper, but that was a love note that just really, really stuck with me. Uh, so one of these, one of these things I'm sure you have, I'm sure someone, if you can just kind of think back, like what has someone said to you that is stuck in a positive way? Something that like, when you're doubting your purpose, or just not feeling all in, like what can you go back to and look at? Now you are absolutely known for something. Hopefully it's a good something. <laughs> I know it is. Um, I'm not sure what it is. Obviously, I don't even know who's listening to this for sure. Um, but I would ask you, ask a few close friends and they will absolutely be sure to dish out the awesomeness that is you. Make sure they are positive, good friends for sure. And go back to that first tip that I gave you that there is a strong chance that if it comes easy to you, this is more than likely something that you are known for. So I hope you guys had uh, pulled a few good things out of this episode. I hope you are able to dive into this even more, a couple assignments for you in there, and I'd love to hear from you jump on over to the gram and drop me a direct message and share what you find. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can find me anywhere online at Tina Pettis, specifically Instagram, uh, Tina, T-E-N-A-P-E-T-T-I-S. Hope you guys have a great day and we will be back here tomorrow, tomorrow, yes, tomorrow, 90 days in a row of podcasts of Tina Talks and we will be back here tomorrow for episode 60.